Sarayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Shar of Itzvila. We're in our fourth class on Rina. See, obviously, um, the Tzaddik feels that uh, it's an important topic to spend more time on this aspect of prayer than other things. So, um, it continue, so we discussed on Friday, even during terrible times, you can be the Simcha, because we define Simcha, and there's Rina even in the Book of Eicha. That's what we discussed on Friday, if you had a chance to listen to the class. And if not, we can just, this stands alone. But this obligation to sing and praise before Hashem, we have to understand what's the foundation of it. And really, and this is the foundation that all Torah is based on. I'll say it in Hebrew, then in English. Asei es ha-emet shehi emet. Do what is true because it's true. Just like we do the mitzvahs. Don't do the mitzvahs because indeed they are an awesome way to benefit from them. We know we do mitzvahs is the best way to live. When you do the mitzvah of uh, forgiving someone, that's the best way to live and you get rewarded. But don't do it because of that. Do it because it's emes. That's what you're really supposed to do. You understand? Doing emes because it's emes. Hashem elokeichem emes. Hashem is emes. So are you are you a true, you know the expression, true blue? Right? You're, are you true? Are you a true person? A true person does what Hashem says because it's true. That's all. That's reality. Now, of course, there's going to be benefits and this and that and everything else. All right, Not so everything else in this world. A lot of times we do things not because they're true. It's just because we got reasons for doing them. Okay. So all mitzvahs, that should be done. Because why? Because we are, first of all, created by Hashem. We are His servants. Hashem owns us, so to speak. He created us. He made us. He came to this world because God brought you into this world. And there was a second acquisition in Egypt that we became his servants. That we are uh, subjugating ourselves to his will. And therefore, just like a, a servant who owes everything to the king, that's the truth. Somebody, you, you were going to die and Hashem, somebody saves you. Shouldn't you, you know, you know, my wife gave a kidney to uh, Rabbi Sekula many years ago. Every Purim he sends a nice Mishloch Manus. And we say, you don't, you don't have to send us. We, we didn't give the kidney for that, you know. My wife did it because it was the MS thing to do. But he understands gratitude also is MS. He, he, you know, he's grateful, but sometimes you just got to show it. You know, you got to show it. Ah, you don't need it. That's true. We know, you know, but I, but he, my wife knew that Emmis was to give him the kidney. She didn't do it to get notoriety and, you know, he'll daven for her. He's a big tzaddik, so it's a good thing. It's a good side benefit to know that her kidney is with this rabbi. <laughs> so Hashem kind of has to take care of my wife. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, well, that's not why she did it, because it was Emmis. That's what you do. So, so the same thing. So Emmis is you have to, you know, so if God gave you more than a kidney, 
So what's the MS? He asks you to do something, you do it. So, and more than that, he wouldn't ask you anything that's not good for you. And to think you're doing it for other reasons, just do it because it's MS. And sometimes MS, you don't gain with MS. You may lose externally. You may lose money over MS. But you do MS because it's MS. Yeah? So I understand what you say, but what, what harm is there if he's trying to give it a, like, like a benefit? He wants to take the benefit. Because we also learned that uh, David Amelik also said that I am, I am doing, I need some in return. No, when did David Melch say he needs something in return? No, we don't, we don't, the only thing we want is the health to be able to continue to serve Hashem, but not for my own needs. You know, there are side benefits, for sure, but I don't do it for the side benefit. If I wouldn't get the side benefit, I would still do it. You don't say, I'm doing a mitzvah and I expect you to give me a good parnasa this year. Not a good idea. I mean, you can do it, and it's not a sin, but it's not a lofty level of service of Hashem. I know we say you should always do things shalom lishma, maybe you'll come to lishma, but it doesn't mean that shalom lishma is the destination. You want to come to the M, the MS is you do it because Hashem wants to do it. Finished, that's it. But I'm going to lose money. Doesn't matter. You'll never lose money with Hashem. You lose money here, you'll get money later. Remember, we talked about that story. When did I say the story? On Shabbos lunch. The guy was mavater to his in-law. Yeah. And then, then all of a sudden he's making tons of money. You know, we should do, oh, you want a school of Parnasat Tova? Do this. Oh, don't do it for the school of Parnasat Tova. Just do it. But Hashem worry about the Parnasat Tova. That is the MS. So therefore, the same way why should we praise and thank Hashem for all the goodness that we receive to Him? Right? That no matter how much we praise Hashem, like we say Nishas, we can't even come to a smidgen of what we should say. And the, and the reason we do it is not because of the benefit we give it. Praising Hashem, say, oh, Hashem likes to hear our praises. Oh, now that I praise Him, He's going to give me more. No, you do it because it's MS. That's, you're obliged to do this. Especially when Hashem says, that's, that's what I want. I want you to thank me. Okay, and then when we go from that MS that we feel obliged to praise and thank Hashem in an endless way, as far as we can go, if that's you understand, so what about a person who's negligent and lazy about it? Ah, it's not that important for me to thank Hashem. So really, in a subtle way, he's like a kofar, a denier of the kindnesses that Hashem has done. Or he just doesn't want to feel obliged. And that's really removing the whole fundamental idea of Torah. I don't want to be close to Hashem. I mean, or, or you're just plain stupid. You don't think Hashem did anything. Uh, like, why wouldn't you want to thank Hashem as much as possible? God be going so, through somebody's mind. You know, well, you know, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. <laughs> Where's your gratitude? Or it could just, or maybe let's judge people favorably. They're just not thinking. 
Because if somebody would say, wait a minute, I don't hear you praising God. Why don't you ever praise God? What do you mean I doubt? I want to hear you get up one time and say, Hashem, thank you. Thank you, Hashem. There's a song, right? Die, da 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 die. Thank you, Hashem. Die, da 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 die, die. Thank you, Hashem. Die, da 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 die, die. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. How come we don't sing it? We're breathing. Your back's working. You don't have gout. <laughs> Thank you. Why don't we do it? If, if I go over to say, hey, right now, if I take you by the scruff of your shirt, I say, thank Hashem now. You're going to say, what for? And I'll tell you why. Okay. But maybe just not thinking about it. We have to judge everyone favorably. There's all kinds of things going on. You know, again, we get bombarded with social media. If we just won't have any social media, we'd have nothing to do, then we think about all the good things Hashem does. Go for a park in Pomona Park yesterday. Today, go walk in the park. Wow, look at the beautiful art gallery. The leaves aren't going to stay this way much longer. A couple more days. It's like mamish fiery red leaves, fiery yellow leaves. Hashem, thank you for such a beautiful picture. I didn't have to spend any money to buy the picture. I get to, it's the art gallery right here, the art gallery in Vaughan. It's like, Thank you, Hashem. You know, why don't we think about it? I got everything else in my mind. So this is why we should be, this arena is such a, if we don't do it because of schoolav, we already said, if you thank Hashem, then he's going to give you more. And this and that. We don't do it for that. We just do it because that's Emes. Emes is Emes. That's it. Now, I know that's hard because we live in a world in social media where nobody does the Emes for the Emes. <laughs> That's for sure. They're lying for everything. Who wants to even say the Emmas? And if they say the Emmas, they got to get something for it. Okay, now we go to the next point. Gorm Psachim says, Parnasa is as difficult for a person as the splitting of the sea. Right? And of course, the obvious, and, and what's the source? Because when we say in the Tehillim on Shabbos morning, Pesukah de Zimra, chapter 136, so to say, no saying lechem basor, you give food to everybody, It's next to the line. Ligzor Yamsuf Hashem split the sea into pieces. What are the two after that? Well, if you getting parnasa is like splitting the sea. Now, obviously, nothing's hard for Hashem. So what does it mean? There's gotta be some connection. There's gotta be some halocha lemaisa that comes out of this Gemara. So let's figure the following. Let us say, let's picture ourselves, okay? Now we need now to get, get close your eyes and start imagining. We're back in time. Back in the year 2448 of the year of our Lord, Hashem Yisbarach. We went through a holocaust called Egypt. We got out of the holocaust. We're so happy. We're at the Sea of Reeds. Oh, you out! The enemies have come back! The Nazis have come back! Almost sounds like what's happening today. From the sea to the sea, Palestine will be free. 
Okay. And we don't know what to do. Should we commit suicide? Should we scream? Should we go back to Egypt? What should we do? We've no idea. Then what happened? The sea split. Whoa! Wow! Now, how would you thank Hashem at that point? How did the Jews thank themselves? So they go, oh, okay. Uh, can you just tell me where I can get a good deal at Costco? You know, oh, uh, I, I have to look for a... Are the Maple Leafs playing tonight? Did the Jews ask that when they crossed the Sea of Reeds? You know, are the Egyptian rockets playing the Syrian sluggers? <laughs> oh, I catch the sky hurt went into overtime. No, you're filled with thanks, Hashem. No? You know, if, I'm just thinking out loud now, guys. I'm thinking out loud. I'm just whatever Hashem's putting into my mind or whatever my foolish mind is thinking of, I don't know. If it's good, it's Hashem gives credit. If it's bad, it's me. I mean, we're mamish at the Sea of Reeds, aren't we? Let's think about this. Is there a real solution to this problem? No, you got you got murderers, terrorists on the one side. Yeah. You got every country in the world that says one thing but means the other. <laughs> you got other animals who want to destroy us. There's no shortage of the animals. Oh, is there a military solution? Well, not really. America will can cut your ammunition at any second it wants. Right? Should we just give them the land and make a peace treaty? Wait, you can't make a peace treaty. They want to destroy you. Maybe we should commit suicide. Maybe we should leave Israel. That will solve the problem. Four options. We got all these options. We'll scream. We'll scream. We'll go to social media. Ah! Now they'll all agree with us. We're showing all the videos, all the videos of those terrorists. In Mamish, you have videos, the terrorists. They now have the videos, what the terrorists were saying. And they're doing selfies after they beheaded the kids. They do selfies and they send it back home and say, Ma, you'll be so proud of me that I murdered 12 Jews now. And people go to Palestinian rallies and you say, what about decapitating babies? That's not true. It hasn't been supported. <laughs> so yelling, we got no solution. Wake up tomorrow, don't believe it. A tsunami from the Mediterranean <laughs> came out of nowhere. Earthquake. And went right over Gaza. Right over Gaza. Flooded them all. They're all dead. And you can't blame it on Israel because there's American uh, boats there that didn't sink. And they wiped out like Mamish. And then, as if there wasn't enough, there was a massive earthquake in uh, what's the Syrian airport? Uh, Damascus. What that airport they're trying to bomb out, or Jordan, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. The airport, an airport. Iran. 
A meteor came from the heavens, smashed right in Iran. It's gone. All crushed, crushed. Okay, now, you think Jews would thank Hashem? Would they thank, would they thank, the, would they thank the IDF or would they thank Hashem? But, no, 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 this way, not. They all, everyone would thank Hashem. Hopefully, but no, no, no. No, no, I, I know. They all thank Hashem. And let's go a step further. Uh, uh, whatever, the, a great Orthodox rabbi two days before says, don't worry, this is going to happen in two days. And it happened. The, the future Mashiach tells us this. Okay. okay, now that is amazing. Right? No problem. No question about it. Are you going to say, well, I don't know if I should thank Hashem for that. It was, it was nature. Wait a minute. The tsunami goes exactly, went right on the Baghdad, the Gaza border, didn't even go to any settlements that was only a half a kilometer away. Okay, so now, do you understand? Would you be happy? Would you thank Hashem? Of course. Would you just be like, oh, thanks, that's interesting. Or would you like be jumping up and down? Marshall, would you be jumping up and down if that happened? Even you'd be jumping up and down, right? Okay. So now let me pick another example. Okay, you guys are going to go home tonight. I'm almost sure. Each and one's going to go to your home. You're going to open up the fridge. Is there, except you. Is, is there, Marshall, is there food in your fridge? Something. Yeah. Like what? You don't know. Salad, whatever. Salad. I don't know about your fridge. My fridge has always got lots of it. Freezer, lots of food in it. So I go home. I don't have to worry. I got, I got supper. And if my wife didn't have time to make supper last night because she was busy doing a lot of mitzvahs yesterday, a lot of mitzvahs to do, no problem. I just on the way home, I just went to Sobeys. Took me three minutes. I just walked over, got myself a couple wraps, and this and that. I had a nice supper. Isn't that the splitting of the sea? The Gemara says that Parnassa, Mazono's food is like the splitting of the sea. I didn't have to fight anybody. I didn't have to wrestle anybody. There are no terrorists keeping the food locked up at Sobeys. Plentiful food. And I should realize every time I open up the fridge or anything else like that, a cupboard, and I see food, I should stop and say, where did this come from? Where did it come from? Hello? Steve, where did it come from? Hashem. You sure it didn't come from Sobeys? Yeah. <laughs> it came from Hashem. Exactly. Look at the kindness of Hashem. Look at my benefit. I'm not homeless. The air conditioning works. The heat works. Sometimes I need the air conditioning heat on the same day and it still works. It's amazing. I got a good bed. I got everything. Kosha. You know what's the hard part? It's hard for us to thank Hashem for that. When it says Koshim is hard, it's hard for us to thank Hashem for that 
as much as it's easy to thank Hashem for Kriyas Yamsuf. We don't see it as a Kriyas Yamsuf. Because why? Because was it hard for Hashem to split the sea? Oh, ooh, Hashem, Mamish, after he split the sea, I have to go on vacation like Joe Biden. <laughs> I need the weekend off. I'm really tired. That was a lot of work moving the water around. I thought, you know, it's like, you know, you watch Bewitched and Samantha just go dicka dicka with her nose. You know, you know Lahavdol. That was Hashem got the little ticker ticker with his nose, and the whole Yamsuf have. It's the same little ticker ticker with his nose, and look at all the food you got. It's all there. It's amazing. But when was the last time? You know what you should do today. Really, I'm not joking now. You go to the fridge. Now I do it all the time. It's my. I don't know if it's a good nature, bad. I come home. You have to see, it's, let's just see what's in the fridge. I don't know why. It's, <laughs> I, you have that a little bit? Oh, let me know. Always. Maybe not Marshall. No, I don't. I'm pretty, well, you know, Sid, I don't know. No, no. Sid doesn't seem no, to Sid care about food so much Sid. like us. Right? Maybe Steve. Maybe. Steve So the eights are hard. So when your kids look in the fridge, they go, nothing ate. <laughs> the fish is not for the heat. Because you don't have a boiling hot pizza sitting yeah. in the fridge, yeah. of course. <laughs> so what I want you to do, and everybody who's listening in Torah cast land, go to the fridge, open it up, take a good look, and then you go, hi, da 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 thank you, Hashem. Your wife looks like gone with sugar. Hi, da 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 da. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. And then close the door. Maybe take something. Now, who's crazy? The one who just looks and says nothing? Or the one who says thank you, Hashem? Every time you put the dishes in the dishwasher. Thank you, Hashem. Every time you put your clothes in the laundry machine. Every time you got enough money to pay the bills. Now, the truth of the matter is, what prevents us from doing that? One little thing. We just don't get into the habit of it. Just get into the habit. Get into the habit to open up your eyes. And that's what the Gemara and Sanhedrin of Shimon ben Levi says, anyone who says Shira song in this world will merit to say it in Olam Haba. How do we know this? You're going to say this in 10 minutes with the words, Ashrei Yoshvei Vesecha Odia Halalucha Sela. Fortune is the one who sits in your house and forever sings your praises. And it says, Oz Yashir. By the splitting of the sea, then they will sing a future tense, which doesn't make sense. Rameer says, How do we know that the dead will be resurrected? Because it's us, Yashir, Moshe, and Esau. Then they will sing. Not that they did sing, they will sing. That means someone who sings the song of the sea now will merit to sing it in the future. And the earlier rabbi said, when regarding the prayers in the morning, that when you say the Az Yashir, the Shirat Hayam, person should say it slowly, word for word, with a pleasantness, with like a song, with Kavana, 
as if you just went through the sea and Hashem saved you. And that is a great perfection of soul and atones for sins. But why are you going to do it? Not because it atones sins, because it's MS. You do MS because it's MS. Because you did go through the sea of reeds today. Okay, you're going to say us your share in the morning. What happened the whole day before? What happened at night? Mamish, you got up, you have koyach. Mamish, the fact you got out of bed, you just got out of death. One sixtieth of death. There are people who go to sleep, unfortunately, they don't wake up. Or they wake up with a terrible night's sleep. Ever wake up with a big stomach ache and start throwing up? Ever wake up and running to the toilet the whole night? Ever wake up with a pain in your back? Or ever wake up because your spouse is snoring? Whatever. Sometimes my CPAP machine yeah. gets disconnected. Yeah. It sounds... Whatever. But what do you mean? There's something... That you just got through the sea of reeds. Right? That shows you real... That, that shows you understand what's going on. All right? And because you really did cross the sea of reeds every day. It's not make it up. You open the fridge, cross the sea of reeds. Just because it's a small miracle doesn't make it any less important. You know, you know, just you ever have a time where like your little baby toe is infected? Your little baby toe is infected. Or you got a little cold sore on your tongue. A little cold sore. Your whole body's suffering. You can't eat. You need a Kriyas Yamsa for that. Right? Oy, boy, boy. Now we come to the opposite now. Sadness and depression is a very bad meter. And we know how hard it is to be around a person who's depressed. You don't even want to be near such a person. When you're around a depressed person... You wanted to send them away. And it's certainly not appropriate in important places. Let's say you're in front of the king and you have a depressed look. Whoa, is that so not appropriate? Uh, we know, um, say for Nehemiah, where Nehemiah was one of the uh, ministers of the king and he was very sad. He was sad about the fact that Beisamengish wasn't rebuilt and this and that, but the king was, was thinking to kill him. They said, why are you so sad? Must be you're planning to overthrow me. So what are you talking about? I'm worried about the basic So Why would the king assume because he's sad he wants to overthrow him? Because if you're serving the king, you should be thrilled. You should be thrilled. What do you think every Harvard graduate wants one day to be working in the Oval Office? Even for that nutball Biden, they're thrilled to serve him. Can you imagine if it's a, it's a real king? Okay, and he said, you must be overthrowing me. So you got Hashem over here. Okay, you got Hashem with you all the time. You're sad? What are you sad about? You're planning on overthrowing the kingdom? You're not happy with Hashem's doing? You think Hashem's hurting you? Think Hashem is mean and terrible and rotten, eh? That's why you're so depressed. And, uh, you know, there's very much deeper ideas over here because you have to realize every day there's something new in your life. Every day God gave you another day to live. What for? Do the same monotonous thing you did yesterday? 
Hashem wants you to pray three times a day. Every prayer should be the same as the other one. Don't you realize Hashem gave you new energies every day and there's new expectations and new opportunities every day? And then when something's a problem in your life, as I said, I don't remember which uh, class it was in the past week or so, like we have our plan and then these things happen, it's an interruption of the plan and we say it's not an interruption of the plan, it is Hashem's plan. Things were going good and now I got this problem. No, 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 that's part of the plan now. That's not we interrupt your regular schedule program. No, this becomes a regular schedule program. Someone insults you. That's your avodah Hashem right now. It's a new avodah Hashem, a new opportunity to pray. And it's very interesting. And a person realizes this. And Hashem, you appreciate the gift. You appreciate every, every day has to be something new. Hashem's giving you new opportunities. Things will happen. You do the carpool today and uh, the kid's not ready on time. A great opportunity for you to serve HaKadosh Baruch in a different way. Somebody cuts you off. You want to honk. You want to do road rage. No, I'm not. I want to just love Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. There's always something brand new to thank you, Hashem. If you do it in this world, in the next world, there's also going to be things that are totally, totally different. But if a person's depressed... When it's davening time, he's depressed when he's serving Hashem. He serves Hashem with coldness and dryness. He feels that there's nothing, there's nothing exciting over here. So you're showing being Hashem because it's not pleasurable. I don't like being near Hashem. So it's okay. You know what? You think it's bad now? <laughs> okay, I'll leave. Should know if you serve Hashem from depression, all you get is more depression. You serve Hashem without gratitude, there'll be less to thank Hashem for. Hashem very simple. He says, listen, you know how much I did for you? I'm doing so. I'm happy to do it. I'm no problem. You're complaining with what I do for you? <laughs> no problem. I'll stop doing it. I'll stop, you know, and I'll put you in a coma. I won't. I'll just stop helping you. You'll be in a coma, so now you won't be sad. You're complaining about your kids? I'll give you gout, so now you'll complain about your feet and stop complaining. You won't even think about your kids. Hey, why do you give me such terrible kids? Okay, I'll give you gout. <laughs> it doesn't give you, it just stops giving. That's what you got to realize. The worst thing is to be depressed. And the Yates heart gives you a million reasons to get depressed. we got to remember, every day is a Kriya Shamsuf, and every day Hashem helps you. Whatever's going on in the world with Israel and the politics and everything that's going on, we still got to thank you, Hashem. Because you know what? With all the, whatever you want to say, mistakes, what we'll just say, mistakes, the Israel government with security, whatever, I'm not blaming anybody. There's, there's blame somewhere, but I don't know where it is. I don't know enough. But it's pretty bad. We got to thank Hashem because one thing's for sure, for sure, for sure, it should have been a million times worse. Should be Florida, that, the, the things that are coming out, their goal was to just take out the entire southern settlement area without stop. And somehow they were pretty successful. So we're happy that a thousand people got killed instantly. We're not happy, but we're certainly happy that it wasn't 50,000. We're certainly happy that most of those rockets are not hitting direct targets. Yeah. We're sad that the human beings we feel bad but you got to realize Hashem is with us okay we have to stop we'll continue with Yud Aleph tomorrow